ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهديه الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وَبَثَّ مِنْهُمَا رِجَالًا كَثِيرًا وَنِسَاءً وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ الَّذِي تَسَاءَلُونَ بِهِ وَالْأَرْحَامَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ عَلَيْكُمْ رَقِيبًا يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَقُولُوا قَوْلًا سَدِيدًا يُصْلِحْ لَكُمْ أَعْمَالَكُمْ ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار فيا عباد الله The Prophet Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم was sent to us in order to show us the guidance to that straight path the path to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he taught us via that revelation everything which will bring us closer to paradise. He taught us the path that we need to walk upon to enter into paradise. And he warned us against the things which will take us away from the path of paradise to the path of hellfire. So he did not leave us until he had clarified to us the path to salvation and clarified to us the disastrous path to hellfire so that we may tread upon the path to paradise and we may stay away from the evil path leading to hellfire in one hadith the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentioned kullu ummati yadkhulun al-jannah إِلَّا مَنْ أَبَى قَالُوا وَمَنْ يَأْبَى يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ 
قال من أطاعني دخل الجنة ومن عصاني دخل النار In one hadith The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said All of my ummah will enter paradise All of my ummah will enter paradise Except for those who refuse All of my ummah will enter paradise Except for those who refuse So they said to the Prophet ﷺ And who would possibly refuse O Messenger of Allah Who would possibly not want to go into paradise Who would refuse So the Prophet ﷺ said to them Whoever obeys me will enter paradise and whoever disobeys me then they are the ones who are refusing to enter paradise the one who refuses to obey the messenger refuses to obey Allah and his messenger refuses to practice this religion then that is the person who is refusing entry into paradise. Otherwise, the Prophet ﷺ said, all of my ummah will enter paradise. Meaning all of the ones who obey the commandments of Allah and they obey what the Messenger ﷺ taught us. And they stay away from the prohibitions, then they are accepting entrance into paradise. They are the ones desiring that entrance into paradise. But as for the ones who refuse to practice this religion, they refuse to obey Allah and His Messenger, then they are the ones who are refusing for themselves to enter paradise. And that is why the Prophet ﷺ said, All of my ummah will enter paradise, except for those who refuse. How do you refuse? By disobeying the commandments of Allah and the Messenger. Do you not think that when you make the shahada and you say, Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa anna muhammadan rasulullah when you as a Muslim testify that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except Allah and you testify that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. That testification of yours has meaning behind it. That testification of yours has purpose behind it. When you testify that indeed Allah is the only one deserving of worship, and you testify 
that Muhammad is indeed the messenger of Allah, then that means you are testifying to the truth. And that truth necessitates from you that you must practice what you have testified to. How do you practice what you have testified to? With regards to the messenger, then it is as the scholars have mentioned, طَاعَتُهُ فِيمَا أَمَرَهُ وَتَصْدِيقُهُ فِيمَا أَخْبَرَهُ وَاجْتِنَابُ مَا نَهَ عَنْهُ وَزَجَرَهُ وَأَلَّا يُعْبَدُ اللَّهُ إِلَّا بِمَا شَرَعَهُ When you testify as a Muslim, أَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدَ الرَّسُولُ اللَّهِ That isn't just some words that you are saying without any meaning or without thinking about them. That means something. And what it means is, if you believe and you testify that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah, and you believe he was given the revelation from Allah, and you believe everything he came with is truth, as Allah said in the Quran, وَمَا يَنْطِقُ عَنِ الْهَوَىٰ إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيٌ يُوحَىٰ The Prophet ﷺ does not speak of his desires, rather that is revelation. Then this requires from you four things. So remember these four things. Remember these four points because they are required of you. As a Muslim, as the one who testifies to the shahadatay, the first point being that you will certainly obey the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam in what he commanded us. How can you testify that I bear witness Muhammad is the messenger of Allah, but then you do not follow what he taught us? How do you testify that Muhammad is indeed the messenger of Allah, given revelation from Allah, yet you do not obey him? That cannot be from a Muslim. That cannot be the attitude. Rather, you obey the messenger. As Allah said in the Quran, وَمَا آتَاكُمُ الرَّسُولُ فَخُذُوهُ وَمَا نَهَاكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُ Whatever the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam taught you, whatever he gives you, then take it. And whatever he prohibits you from, then stay away from it. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam himself said, مَا أَمَرْتُكُمْ بِهِ فَأْتُوا مِنْهُ مَسْتَدَعْتُمْ Whatever I have commanded you with, then do what you are able. وَمَا نَهَيْتُكُمْ عَنْهُ فَانْتَهُ أَوْ فَاجْتَنِبُوا and what I have prohibited you from, then stay away from it. So the first point of your testification, of your shahada that you proclaim, is that you will obey the messenger of Allah. The second point, and we will say, That you will also stay away from what he prohibited us from. How do you as a Muslim testify 
that indeed Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. But then you do not stay away from the haram that he prohibited you from. How do you as a Muslim believe that Muhammad was given revelation from Allah? That Muhammad was taken up to the heavens on the night of Al-Isra wal-Mi'raj. That he was given the truth. He was the final messenger, the seal of the prophets and messengers. Yet, you will not stay away from the haram that he prohibited you from. Rather, the second point that you must remember as a Muslim testifying to the shahada, that you will stay away from the haram. Because if you do not, everything you do, whether the old or the young, the young who have reached the age of puberty, everything will be written down in your lives. Every single deed that you do, every single statement that you make, everything is written down. Who do you think that you are hiding your lives from? Who do you think that you are concealing your deeds from? You do not conceal them from anyone. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all aware of everything you do. And Allah mentioned, وَإِنَّ عَلَيْكُمْ لَحَافِظِينَ كِرَامًا كَاتِبِينَ Indeed, we have upon you angels, the noble guardians, writing down everything you do. Every deed, every statement. And on that day of judgment, they will be shown to you what you did in this life, what actions you performed, what deeds and statements you made, everything will be there presented to you in the book. Nothing will be missed. And that is why the Prophet said, وَإِنَّ لَعَبْدَ لَيَتَكَلَّمُ بِكَلِمَةٍ مِّنْ سَخَطِ اللَّهِ لَا يُلْقِي لَهَا بَالًا يَهْوِي بِهَا إِلَى جَهِنَّمٍ That maybe a person says something evil, and he doesn't even pay attention to what he said. The people have become so used to lying. They have become so used to deceiving and cheating and wronging. They have become so used to it that maybe a person does something evil, says something evil, which is displeasing to Allah, and he doesn't even give any attention to what he's done forgets about it that he did that evil, he became so used to it. But on the day of judgment, that one evil deed that you did, maybe it's because of that deed, that you will be cast into the hellfire. Because every deed will be written, every deed will be recorded. Nothing will be left out. You will not be able to conceal a thing on that day. So it is time to ponder, O Muslims. It is time to ponder and to think for the elderly and for the young. To think about why Allah has put you upon this earth. To think about the great blessing Allah gave you, that He guided you to Islam. And how many do you see out on the streets? 
who have not been guided to Islam. Such are the great blessings of Allah upon you. Yet will you not show thankfulness for these blessings of Allah? Do not think that you are safe. Do not think you are Muslim, you will be in paradise. Do you not hear the statement of the Prophet Maybe a person, he does the good and righteous actions all his life. The actions that would enter you into paradise. But then the decree changes on the person. And he ends up doing some shirk or some evil. And at the end of his lifetime, ends up dying as a non-Muslim. And ends up in the hellfire. That is why the Prophet ﷺ always used to make dua to Allah. Asking Allah, Ya muqallib al-qulubi thabbit qalbi ala deenik. Oh Allah, the one who changes the hearts of the people. Keep my heart firm upon your religion. So bear in mind these first two points. You as a Muslim testifying that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. The first point is you must therefore obey in all of the sunnah, the Quran, the revelation. Second point, you must stay away from all of the haram that the messenger he taught you. Stay away from all of the evil that he taught you if indeed you are testifying and believing that he is the messenger of Allah and you are and that the revelation came to him from Allah and you believe then obey him and stay away from the haram that is the opening two points in the meaning of your shahada Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil anbiya'i wal mursaleen Nabiyyina Muhammadu ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een Faya ibadallah We have come to know That the shahada which you say It is not just empty words It is not just empty words without meaning Rather there is great and tremendous meaning behind them do not be a Muslim who is only Muslim by the name and he does not understand anything about his religion, does not understand anything about the shahadatain. Because the third point that you need to be aware of when you testify that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah is that you will believe in everything the messenger taught us. You will believe in all of the authentic narrations from the ilmul ghaib that we have been taught about the day of judgment, about the grave, the barzakh, the punishment of the grave, and the blessings of the grave, how the righteous in their graves, a door will be opened up into paradise. And the beautiful smells of paradise will come to them. And as for the evil, when they die and they go in their graves, 
Then their graves are squashed on them and their bones they break. And the door into hellfire is open they can see. And the heat and the evil smells of hellfire come into them in their grave. We believe in all of that absolutely. Because that is what the Quran, the Sunnah taught us. That is what the Prophet Muhammad taught us. We believe in the day of judgment. We believe every single person will be brought back to life again on that day. And the judgment will be made on them. We believe in all of that. Because that is what our religion has taught us. That is what Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam taught us from the revelation that came to him. So if you testify to him being the messenger, then testify to the absolute certainty in your belief regarding the events that will occur. And if you have certainty about the day of judgment and the resurrection and the accountability, then you will certainly rectify your lives now. Just like when a man came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and he said to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Ya Rasulallah, mata sa'a, O Messenger of Allah, when is the day of judgment going to happen? So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam said to him, Mada a'adattalaha? What have you prepared for it? Are you ready for it? The Prophet ﷺ didn't tell him when the day of judgment is going to be because we do not know that. When Jibreel said to the Prophet ﷺ, Mata sa'a, قَالْ مَا الْمَسْؤُولُ عَنْهَا بِأَعْلَمَ مِنَ السَّائِلِ Neither I nor you know about when the day of judgment will be. But what is the important point? The important point is not when is the day of judgment going to be? The important point is, are you ready for whenever it is going to be? Even if it is next week, next month, next year, whenever it happens, are you prepared and ready for that day? That is the key. Hence, we have absolute certainty in everything the messenger taught us. And the fourth point, the fourth point, that we will not worship Allah except in the way that the Prophet taught us. We will only worship Allah in the way that the Prophet taught us. We will not make up our own worship. We will not make up innovation and bid'ah. We will worship Him. Just like Allah taught us to worship Him. Just like the Messenger taught us to worship Him. We cannot make up our own. We cannot make up innovation. And that is why Allah said in the Quran, فَمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُوا لِقَاءَ رَبِّهِ فَلْيَعْمَلْ عَمَلًا وَلَا يُشْرِكْ بِعِبَادَةِ رَبِّهِ أَحَدًا That whomsoever desires to meet his Lord, then let him do the righteous actions. We have been commanded to do the righteous actions. They are the actions that are in accordance to the sunnah. Upon the sunnah, as for anything which is outside of the sunnah, then it is innovation, 
in the hadith of Aisha radiyallahu anha, man ahdatha fi amrina hadha ma laysa minhu, fa huwa rad, ay mardudun ala sahibi. That whoever does any action which is not from our religion, then it will be rejected. So be aware of these points. Be aware that as a Muslim, there is a great test upon you in this world. This whole life of yours is a test and the judgment will occur on the day of judgment. The accountability will occur on that day. This whole life you are passing through it for the judgment that will be done on your deeds. Allah said, الَّذِي خَلَقَ الْمَوْتَ وَالْحَيَاةَ لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ أَيُّكُمْ أَحْسَنُ عَمَلًا Allah, the one who created death and life to test you. Do you not hear in the Quran, Allah says, created this death and life to test us. Which of you is going to be the best in actions? So be aware, this life has been given to you for a reason. It has not been given to you to wander the streets and to make money and be rich in this world. It has been given to you so that you can do your righteous deeds. You can worship Allah and your accountability can be good on that day. How are you going to do that? Through knowledge. Learn about your religion. Come to the gatherings of knowledge. Learn about the Quran and the Sunnah. Put time aside for your religion. All of this life of yours and everything you have to do, you cannot put time aside for your religion. Then what a tremendous calamity and disaster that is. What a disaster it is for your life if you cannot put time aside to learn your religion. You cannot put time aside to attend the gatherings of knowledge. That is what will benefit you in this life and the hereafter. يُثَبِّتُ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِالْقَوْلِ ثَابِتِ فِي الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ Allah will make firm those who believe with an upright statement in this world and in the hereafter. But as for those who are negligent and you wander through this life, sleeping and eating and drinking and money, and that is it, then as Shaykhul Islam ibn Taymiyyah said, you are not much different to the animals in the fields. Even the sheep, they wake up, they eat, they go to sleep. They wake up, they eat, they go to sleep. If your life is like that, wake up, money, work, go to sleep. Wake up, money, work, go to sleep. Then your life is being wasted just like the sheep in the fields. They wake up, they eat, they go to sleep. You have been created for the worship of your Lord. Recognize that purpose in your life and you will find happiness in this life and in the hereafter. So we ask Allah to make us from those who recognize this great intent and purpose and recognize the meaning of our shahada so that we may be from the successful.